space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise, its continuing mission. To explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before. We think Trek. We talk Trek. With you, we are Trek. Celebrate the Star Trek universe with us. For news, views and reviews. This is the Nerd Escape Podcast. This is the Nerd Escape Podcast. This is the Nerd Escape Podcast. Okay. Cool. <coughs> coolest, coolest of boolias. Um Okay, okay, okay. Just give me one second there. Um, Kane, Tom. It's almost half, so if we work towards ten o'clock. Okay, uh, ready to rock? Yeah. I'll, so I'll host this one, um, and then we'll go with. Okay. Twitter. Uh, sweet. I got. I gotta get my mic well positioned here. Greetings, everybody. Damon here, aka Irish Trekkie, back with another Nerd Escape podcast. And that's just a normal Nerd Escape podcast. We are finally able to talk about Lower Decks. It has arrived, yeah. as we mentioned previously. It's come to. Uh, listen, uh, I am super hyped. I know it hasn't come to everywhere globally, which I'm still kind of bummed about. But it has come to Europe, so we now have the ability to do a season watch and have some chit chats along the way. So. Thank you, Star Trek. Thank you, Amazon Prime. And uh, thank you for dumping the whole season in one fell swoop for us <laughs> to enjoy as well. So it didn't take us long to catch up. Um, I know the three of us have been super eager to talk about it. And uh, we're jumping straight into episode two because if for those keen-eyed uh, Nerd Escape fans out there, uh, you would have known that we've reviewed episode one already. Um, so we're going to do two episodes at a time. So two podcasts for the price of one. And today we're going to talk about Envoys and Temporal Edict and uh, all the shenanigans that ensue. But to do this, we have the amazing Chris, the Trek Collector and Linda Hen in the Hat to accompany me on this Hello. journey. Um, how are you folks, by the way? Good. Oh, good. So excited. Me, I have some model glue and decals uh. and stuff. Yeah, loads of fun. Yeah, that's where the Trek Collector has been hiding, by the way. It's... <laughs> Not from the lack of reviews. COVID-19 has just decided to get me back into model building. So <laughs> are these guys out there stuck for something to do? Why reignite that old little hobby? Get an Airfix model or something. It's it actually, it's it's funny enough. It, it It's great. You know what I mean? It's it, it's nice. Keeps the head kind of like with something to do. So it's they've it, it been a godsend recently from COVID-19. You see, they, I, th- I think they missed a beat in Picard by getting LaForge to build the fleet for the Romulan. Uh, Exodus. They should have got you in to build the fleet because uh, I, I've, I've seen I've seen your work recently with the Enterprise and uh, oh, she oh, beautiful, very nice. She, yeah, um, no, I'm, I'm really, really impressed. And I'm gonna give a shout out John Eves and Scott. Did such a great job on this ship. It's funny enough, the Eagle Moss ones are great, but when you go to 1000 scale, it's big. You just can't stop looking at it. It's beautiful ship. It's actually up there with my Diamond Select ships. It's actually the right size as well to fit in with them. So Perfect. it's cool. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. But like, you, you, you've not been the only one that's been up to shenanigans. Uh, Linda, I've seen some amazing cosplay. Oh, and, thank uh, you. Some, some sick some sick poses and you've even done the detail on the soles of your boots as well yeah uh, thanks to Trekcore 
Trekcor tagged me and went, uh, attention, hen and a hat cosplay, because they got, you know, they got the first images of the episode months ago, and they tagged me, and I was like, oh, thanks, I have an extra thing to do, yay. <laughs> 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 I had to figure that out. Oh, it was crass. There was, there was that great uh, pose that you did with the Romulan ale and yeah. the backlit. Yes. And you had the pad and everything, man, us, so... I, I'm so super jealous of uh, all of your skills because I, uh, I do stop. not have the patience or the capabilities <laughs> to do what you go, you guys do. Uh, it's the joys of the community. We all have our skills yep. yeah. and they're awesome. So bravo. Um, if you have been diving into doing stuff in lockdowns across the world, uh, tag us on Twitter. There's a good segue to promote our social media. Mm-hmm. Um, let us know. Um, the Our at handle is what is it again Linda <laughs> I keep forgetting escape underscore nerd escape underscore nerd I'm actually going to put that on the screen so here as you're editing this Irish tracky remember to put that in so do tag us on Twitter if you're building a model if you're doing cosplay if you're doing a drawing painting quilting you name it let us know even if you're just quoting some awesome uh, parts of the episode on YouTube let us know um so anyway, we're going to dive into uh, two episodes today. So I'm going to give you a brief synopsis, uh, thanks to the beautiful application that is IMDb. I love that application. We're not sponsored <laughs> by IMDb. If, if they want to sponsor us, oh, by yes, all means, totally come should. on over. Totally um, but anyway, Envoys, which is episode two, season one of Lower Decks, after a high profile mission goes awry, uh, Boimler is further plagued with self-doubt when Mariner proves herself to be more naturally talented. Uh, sci-fi badass than he. Rutherford quits his job also in engineering and explores other departments on the USS Cerritos uh, for a reason uh, that we go into <laughs> as well. So uh, listen, I'm going I'm I'm to hand it over to you folks. Uh, let's start with uh, Chris. Uh, what do you think of Envoys? What stood out for you? What was the vibe? You came out smiling, oh, did you? This, this, like, you know, stroke of TOS and just <laughs> TNG love. Yeah. <laughs> the whole changing um i have to see now we've watched two episodes is this were we changing departments now that's the next one yes no it was we're changing departments so yeah 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 that's all right i'm on the right episode so yeah no i loved it in the sense that like that whole what you mean you want to change department of course it's great you know i mean it's that real gene roddenberry tng happy vision of the future um, taking the wee-wee out of it a little bit, but in a very funny way. And I think this works really, really well for Lower Decks. So loving, loving the vibe. It's, I think this kind of highlights the point as well, where I know where there's a lot of fans in the community would like to see that TNG love mm. continued on, but I don't think it'll work TV-wise anymore. But in Lower mm. Decks, it's perfect. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. And Linda, what about yourself? Yeah, same. Uh, I I am a huge like TNG is my Star Trek. So mm-hmm. it, oh it's brilliant. Yeah, this episode we're getting to see the characters, getting to know the characters a bit more. Um I I at this stage I am loving Ransom. I just love him. <laughs> Every word that comes out of his <laughs> totally. mouth. Perfect, yeah. Uh Shax, I love Shax, Tendy is all of us i think she's like the super excited oh, i can't believe it was um oh but also rutherford is you know he worships the little sparkly jeffrey's tubes and he, <laughs> he's actually like totally in <laughs> love with the jeffrey's tubes uh 
that's kind of I, I yeah, love the that Ru- would be me. I love the Rutherford character because he's like literally. Yeah. If you take TNG, he is Data and jo- Data and Geordi rolled <laughs> into one. 100%. Yes, hundred yes, percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's a, it was very um, it was very good idea to have his uh, his implant malfunctioning all the time and sending them doing crazy stuff all, all the time yeah very good i, I just they're, they're really using it great for yeah. narrative um, yeah. um but yeah. you're right like if for episode two mm. we get to see the the core elements of the characters but some awesome uh aspects for the bridge crew like you mentioned ransom there like you know talking about the janeway maneuver and like yeah. let's do that <laughs> again but protocol. with more kids yeah. you know the janeway <laughs> protocol yeah. so funny you know and then like smorgasbord and like yeah. all all of the everything just worked perfectly but yeah. what the, the the most amazing thing for me about this and i i will say from watching season one which i think we all binged on this is this is up there with my most favorite star trek um Same. period because yeah. like like when you think about the opening let just the opening of that episode on voice you have the space being coming in which we've yeah. seen <laughs> countless times in yeah. star trek and it's like Oh no! I'm gonna take advantage of this. Like it's yeah. like crap out a, a tricorder with a battery and stuff, and you yeah, know, yeah. it's all the cannon is there, all the the layers are there, but it's so well done. Mm. But also, I'm a TNG child as well. That's yeah. my entry into Star Trek. But you do have your your mysteries there. You have your little episodic, like mm. we have to transfer this dignitary, and uh, you know, you was missing, going drinking. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. You know, and. <laughs> Uh, they've really, they've really adopted the whole lower decks vibe. You know, the overachiever, yeah. the the rogue natural talent who just doesn't care. But you know, the kind of cool relationship between Tendi and Rutherford as well. Like mm. you know, he's he wants to, he's going to change departments just so he can watch a was it a supernova or some spatial anomaly. Yeah, the like, pulsar. You know? Yeah, and uh, it's funny, but still character driven yeah. as well. It's it's you know? it, it it's funny, and I don't mean any disrespect for. Gene's vision or TNG when I said like you know would it work now but I think realistically when you look at TV and companies producing TV Sequest you know you had you have to look back to when TNG went out and what kind of TV shows you had in and around then Mm. and you know today's TV is just completely you know I couldn't see a TNG vibe Star Trek Holding up, yes, for the hardcore fan, but will it bring in new fans? Ugh, I, I, yeah, I couldn't I, see it working. You no, know, I, 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 I definitely disagree. think on this platform it works. I slightly disagree because I, I know that you know new audiences today are used to binge generation shows, you know, like that, like that that are current, so you know the Netflix generation. But I, I, mm. I do think if they made a TNG style show, that would be a new thing to kids. But like, days. Even, that, that would be even new. with the TNG characters like that that golden mm. age of TNG um, where we had that beautiful seven series like it changed so much going into the movies you look at Voyager as well the harmony with the crew and the, the gene vision mm. the direction yeah. has, has kind of went away from the show but I like the mm. way with Lower Decks has captured definitely season one to three where there's no infighting with the crew and as I said, that's what I really loved about, you know, you want to change the partner? Absolutely. Go find yourself, <laughs> which we don't even really see towards the latter end of Star Trek. Um, yeah. Like if you look at Deep Space Nine, the, the Gene's vision is definitely kind of gone a bit like O'Brien didn't like Bashir at the start. Um, yeah. Even with Voyager, you know, 
I just think that 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 one to season three was just a golden era of TV that we probably won't yeah. see again. I think that it's going to be. I, I wish we could because TV was so much better. I I, w- I would agree with you. I, I would actually. I'm going to be really lame here and say I agree with you both because where, where I think you're going with this, Chris, and correct me if I'm wrong, the elements of TNG. If you were to move that to today's TV, it was so clean and bright and Shakespeare and, you know, uh, Sherlock Holmes and Moriarty and Robin Hood and all that. I don't think that would translate here. And there was the one scene in uh, Lower Decks. I, I'm not, I don't think it's in this episode, but where you see Boimler uh, hopping around in the mess hall with his fiddle and yeah. he's doing a jaunt, which you would see in TNG. Yeah. But then Mariner comes out with the guitars. I don't know what this is called. Duh, 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 duh. You know, and it's yeah. like they're they're making fun of some of the, the the high concepts that were approached in it. And you know that was Gene's vision. You know, a heightened, you know, self respecting society. Again, no conflict as you mentioned, but mm. um, here we have the kind of the lightness, the cleanness, but there no one's taking them seriously, and even the bridge crew. Yeah. You know, Ransom is having a laugh on the holodeck. Shax is all about, you know, phasers on full, damned with everything else, you know. But um, I, I yeah. would love to see a TNG style show come back seasons one to three with Gene's kind of like that. I do agree with Linda on a point, but would it work in today's TV? I just, unfortunately, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, hopefully, hopefully. I have a feeling it's going to go that way. Drama, tension between crew. I know what you call it. You know, seasons one to three with TNG, there was a lot of arguments with the script writers saying, like, you know, we can't write stories because they're all happy-go-loving. <laughs> so, yeah. it's it, it's a challenge. I do like it. I'm not saying the TNG show wouldn't work, but, like, that just harmony that Gene wanted, I just love the way it fits perfectly into the Hordex. Yeah. Uh, I just think that day of TV is sadly, sadly is gone. Um, It's just... Unfortunately, when, when people are playing mad video games that want to kill stuff and think, you know, as, as you said, I don't think anyone really wants to sit and see somebody in 10 forward playing a fiddle. Get their inner shacks out, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, I do want a Smorgasbord uh, uh, video game, though. Smorgasbord, hmm? yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like my, Mike's vision with the shot, and it just, just takes me back to those TAG days. Like, it, it's great to just remember that mm. nice, clean style of family entertainment. Yeah. Mm. And and one of the advantages as well with Lower Decks, because it's animated now, um, your away missions, you have all this more expansive playground. You know, they're they're on the hunt for the they're, they're missing um, Klingon and you get to go through shuttle. Uh, you get to see, you get to see the shuttle, you know, um, <laughs> and all, all the different sequences and like Frangies and, you know, you get to hear about all of the, the, the missions and stuff that uh uh, Mariner was on and, and you know it's there's so much for your diehard Trekkies that are out there Trekkies and Trekkers alike there's so much little bits and bobs I'd say you were uh, getting all of the all of the the references Chris were you? There's so many In the Name of the Prophets was another one that I just loved being thrown yeah. in there um, Riza um, mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah. Just, just, yeah. There were so, so many much. aliens it, name it, dropped in this one. <laughs> there was the aliens from uh, Star Trek Generations, wasn't there? The 
uh, in, in the shuttle landing bay. You know, the ones where Picard had to wear that thing on his head, the beads. Oh, Insurrection. Um, or Insurrection. Eugene yeah. Chaffaw, uh, those guys. Eugene <laughs> yeah. Chaffaw. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think every Eugene Star Chaffaw. Trek fan knows that greeting. Yeah, emphasis <laughs> on the Cheen and the Faw. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's like, again, and do you know what's skillful about this as well? Not to kind of be all gushy-eyed over lower decks. Um, like with current Star Trek, you can definitely see that there's fans behind the, yeah. the screen. Um, yeah. Both in the writing and the producing and the directing. Um, but to cram so much into, what, 23 minutes of an episode is phenomenal, yeah. you know, um, that this podcast could be three times the length. Uh, and we don't want that. We want it to be no. short in the episodes themselves. But um, it's, I think it's a fantastic second episode into the season. And um, will we move on to episode three? Uh, oh, absolutely. Temporal Edict. So a synopsis on that one. Uh, this is, I love this episode, by the way. A new work protocol eliminating yeah. buffer time has the Lower Decks crew running ragged as they try to keep up with their uh, tightened schedules. Uh, Ensign Mariner and Commander Ransom's mutual lack of respect comes to a head during an away mission as well. So listen, buffer time, Lower Decks. It's just a continuation uh, of the series. Uh, Linda, what do you think about this episode? Brilliant. This, w- this one made me love Captain Freeman. Um, she was just losing her shit. She had no control over her crew. They were all doing their own secret little code. You know, what the hell is buffer time? Oh, yeah, I love it. What else? The, uh, oh, there were so many. The Ransom did the Riker leg rest so many times this episode. It was just propping his <laughs> leg up. Oh, it was amazing. Um, he, 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 he pumped these he guns. He does a Kirk. Like yeah, in, he, he, uh, Mission Impossible. he does a Kirk, yeah. The shirt comes off. <laughs> Immediately, shirt comes off and he cocks his it's, biceps. It's, it's he's such just a great cross between Riker and Kirk. Yeah, you know, and it's just brilliant. I you love know him. What I mean? I love it's him. so well done, and he yeah. loves himself, which yeah. relates to a certain actor. But we're not. <laughs> I love that actor, by the way. But um, <laughs> loves it's himself. Cool, uh, like Jerry Jerry O'Connell nails totally. Jack like yeah. so so awesome. Yeah, um, he is one of my favorite characters for sure. Yeah. That's all. And Chris. listen, Mariner started to kind of get all uh, a little bit hot, hot, hot oh. bothered about Ransom when, when he was in full that bore. Was, that was you inappropriate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Where you cannot find the first officer hot when he's doing yeah. his ethical negotiations and then he beat beating up the... Oh, yeah, it was funny the way they were both fighting over who gets killed by the big, um, the big alien dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can have a soft spot for the big alien dude, yeah, when yeah. he starts yeah. speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, big time, big time. But like, um, it, it, I I loved uh, Marner with the whole thing. Like, come on, guys! Like spears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've got phasers. <laughs> and I love yeah. the way they just come onto the ship and they just decide to put graffiti everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> this will teach <laughs> those Federation <laughs> wood yeah. lovers. <laughs> yeah, wood lovers. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> uh, but you're right about Freeman as well. Like, this episode, you kind of she. She's total Starfleet through and through, and like her husband is must be some kind of fleet commander or admiral, I think, mm. uh, that we saw earlier on. But um, obviously, she is still raw about other people treating her ship badly. Yeah. You know, so she wants it to be like the epitome of you know tightly run, you know, perfect in every possible way. And when when uh, they spill the beans on a uh, 
when Bradward spills the beans on buffer time, you know, it's <laughs> so funny. Like you Delta know. shift. I Delta love it. Shift. Yeah. <laughs> Jericho's infamous Delta shift and they're the bad guys because they're so much better. Always the bad guys. <laughs> Delta shift. I, and I love Delta shift. I think that they don't show up in this episode. I think they might show up in the next episode. So I won't say we'll get into that the next one. But mm. yeah, De- Delta shift do make an appearance, which is really cool. Yeah. But yeah, yeah Delta yeah. shift. I just, like I like those small little offenses to details. You know what I mean? So the TNG fan will immediately remember Delta shift. Because this is the shift that Riker never put into place because he was too bloody lazy. <laughs> yeah. 100%. 100%. <laughs> And like, do you know, like with, with the buffer time and you see everyone freaking out and then the ship being taken over, but you see Boimler just carrying on like this is perfect for him. He, do, he's, do you know what that asking, reminds he's looking me of? for more duties, but he gets he gets slapped yeah. with the Boimler effect at the end of it, which I think is hilarious. Yeah. And, you buffer know, time. Do, do you know buffer what he, he, him walking around doing it, all his tasks while everyone else is, is going crazy. That, do you know what that, that totally reminds me of Among Us? Where he's like, he's looking for more tasks and he's, oh, obviously, yeah, he's, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's obviously not the imposter and everyone else is looking for the imposter or whatever. Oh, that'd be totally got the vibe. That game. Hey, yeah. most important dude in the Federation, Miles O'Brien. Woo! Yeah. I was just going to say Irish, that. Man. Yeah, yeah. With the eagle on his shoulder. Oh, what a nice nod. Oh, the great bird of the galaxy. Yeah. The galaxy. Yeah. That's nice. Miles O'Brien. Like, oh, that's Legends. Was it better done than what? Discovery did because there was a little bit of backlash over uh, poor Gene. Oh yeah, <laughs> Gene hoovering up which, the guts. Like, yeah, kind of like that's a bit disrespectful for Gene, but like, oh, they got his name in there. I didn't see anything wrong yeah. with it. <laughs> Lord's X made up for that. Listen, the great totally, of the galaxy, totally shining golden glory on, uh, upon the most awesome person that is Miles O'Brien's shoulder. Um, he wasn't on Miles O'Brien's shoulder. Right, like, but you know. <laughs> like we, we talked about Envoy and we're talking about Temporal Edict as well and to kind of go back and I think it's going to be a natural conversation through season one where we kind of go, reference TNG quite a lot because it's heavily influenced from it uh, and and that's that was never hidden but um, I, I'm it's so refreshing to go back to episodic uh, TV yeah. for a while yeah, yeah. It's nice. you know, especially when you're nice. binging the the balance that Lower Decks has with mixing equal time for the Lower Decks crew and the bridge crew, I think is awesome. Um, would there be any other elements that you'd like to talk about with uh, episode three that kind of stood out for you? Any Easter eggs or character development or standout moments? I, I think the nice thing about Lower Decks is that you don't have to get too caught up with character development. You don't have to get too caught up with, like, okay, if you if you want to be that guy that points it every little easter egg thing fine i i kind of like the references but i'm not mm. you know I, I i enjoyed it and i do agree with you with the episodic it's nice to see an episodic star trek back and to me it's just showing that like hopefully like i know people are giving out about star trek discovery but i'd like to see discovery stay with an overall season arc kind of style mm-hmm. show i want to see strange new worlds go more episodic change it up because lower decks is very refreshing in between discovery so i like i don't want to see strange new worlds be a carbon copy uh strange new worlds i would like don't get me wrong have a three-parter that's a big serial arc or have this overall serial arc going in the background but majority episodic episodes and you pick up 
on mm. the background story every now and again is fine by me mm. but you know this is the great thing about Star Trek Lower Decks for me is it's different it's refreshing it's perfect it's a different style of Star Trek show brilliant I, I'm loving it at the moment it works well with Discovery and I'm hoping that we get something you know Strange New Worlds episodic yeah. different from Discovery and then you know you, you've got multiple different tastes of Star Trek I know some will probably prefer just plain episodic some will prefer an overall storyline but there's something there for everyone mm. yeah yeah and again I, that's where I think the hopefully the Star Trek universe is going to be a success where they're with Star Trek Prodigy coming there's going to be something for the younger generation because when you look at the ratings on Amazon um it is 16s and stuff like that and, and rightfully so at points um so again i think they should take full advantage of variety within the universe um good points chris and, and linda mm. what about yourself yeah everything that chris said but i i i yeah i usually like noticing easter eggs for myself i usually don't like reading articles of 20 things you didn't notice in this episode or you know only true fans <laughs> will see these but i do have to mention <laughs> two go. things I have to mention <laughs> uh, Boimler humming the TNG theme in the turbo yes. lift. That was beautiful. It was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it's so fourth wall kind of, you know. It's, yeah. It's like they're fans of the, yeah. the they are fans of the TNG. Yeah. Yeah. And the Baryon sweep. That was, that was, yes. a, that was a lovely little name drop there. Yeah. Yeah. But you yeah. see that, that, that was wrong though, because the Baryon sweep is not meant to be while the ship's in flight. It's a cartoon. It's fun. (laughs) We can give Uh, out all we want, but the Barney on Sweep being mentioned was pretty cool, and I love the way I went. Not be done when they're like not. He was. He was only. He was only going to supervise it later. That's what he was saying. (laughs) In a nacelle, but still, I know there's nobody in a nacelle. But journey to God, if yeah. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) it's it's nice to have. So there's one conundrum with uh, lower decks. Yeah, damn, they did a Barney on Sweep in a nacelle while people were on the ship. Well, no, it's a cartoon. It's fun. It's great. Yeah, and yeah, no, I love those. I, I like. I know. I agree with Linda there. The Baryon sweeping thing and the TNG him. Yeah. Uh, brilliant. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> and again, like, I suppose kind of like my own kind of final thoughts is I just love how lower decks are. They're such fans of Star Trek. You know, even though they're in the same mm. universe as yeah. It, you know, um, that it's 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 very well done. And um, I just love how no one's perfect. Like, e- like even when you look at, I know we haven't really analysed the, the intro to it as well, but like the intro is perfect where like the ship gets yeah. too close and breaks the nacelle. They pop up and see yeah. the Borg fighting the Robulum and they get hit and they're like, nope, nope. I'm gone. <laughs> you know, it's like it gets too close to a, a black hole and stuff like that. It's like they're, they're good, but they're not flagship perfect, <laughs> and n- nor, nor is anybody. So um, there's some cracking. I think we all binge watched the season. Um, and yeah. I can't wait to talk about the rest of the episodes. Um, one or two, very much so, but I, I won't go into spoilers mm-hmm. right now. Um, <laughs> so be sure to, and it's segue into subscribing to this podcast on your favorite platform and or YouTube to stay up in the know with all of the lower decks comings and goings uh, we'll be bringing you. And um, as I mentioned earlier, do tag us on Twitter. Uh, and show us your uh, Lower Decks fan shenanigans and uh, share your favourite moments in the bottom of this podcast if you're watching on YouTube or tag us on Twitter as well. Uh, We'd love to hear from the community out there. Um, So I think we'll wrap it up there 
for today, folks. Uh, I think we're, yeah, I think we're on time. We're we're not we're yeah, not too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so coming up next, no buffer We're going to be talking about moist vessels, <laughs> moist vessel, and Cupid, Cupid's errant arrow. Uh, two fantastic episodes, and uh, I shall be passing the torch of moderation to my fantastic colleagues over here. So. Um, yeah, uh, are we all okay to wrap it up there for today's episode? I think Let so. I think we're me. well overdue for some hard-earned buffer time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that and has martinis. a different meaning in the west of Ireland. You know, um, <laughs> we're all buffers down here. But anyway, um, I shall bid you adieu. Slangafall and Eho off from myself. Bye from me. Take it easy.